Hello, ghosties, and welcome to the Spooky Gal Podcast. Welcome to the third paranormal episode, and today's day is Texas. Uh, before, obviously, we get started, let me get some things out of the way. Um, please follow the Spooky Gal Podcast on Instagram and the Spooky Gal Pod on Twitter to interact with this podcast more, to get little sneak peeks and hints of what the next episode might be about. Just all the fun stuff that I think a lot of people would have fun with and interaction with. (laughs) But if not, it's totally fine. And if you just want to chillax and listen to a spooky podcast on the spooky season, that's totally fine with me as well. So tonight's spooky state is Texas, and we're going to Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Ooh, I need to have, like, sound effects or something. <laughs> That's what I need to do next for next episode is have, like, stupid sound effects because I know how to do that. I'm professional. <laughs> so honestly, we're going to be talking a lot about ghosts and less about the history because it seems like the history there isn't a lot it seems like either a lot of the history has seemed to be lost or the history just doesn't seem as much as compared to the previous episodes at least that's what i've been seeing but let's get started originally built in the 1950 <laughs> in the 1950s and managed by the Felician sisters of the Roman Catholic Church. So during this time, World War II was happening, so that's when they really were helping out people. Um, Just to give you kind of like a sense, if you're just listening to this, you don't know what the building looks like. It has, uh, contains two main floors, a basement, two wings, a chapel, and an observation tower. Um, Sadly, the hospital closed in 1986. Um, because a new facility opened in Kiro, Chiro, C-U-E-R-O, um, in Texas. So they went to the New York facility, obviously. From then on, uh, the building operated as a drug rehab facility, but the state closed it in 1992. Um, I tried to find the reason why they kind of shut it down, but <laughs> it didn't really say, <laughs> Um, and, like, what I tried to find, it just, they, they closed it, obviously. It might have not had the best reviews if, if, like, the state had to close it, you know? Um, the building sat empty, attracting stories of terrible malpractice and lord, um, misbehavior. Rumor has it that hundreds of patients died there. Um, so supposedly there are true... Uh, stories about the true number of people who died in the hospital, but the number is said to be around 2,000 people, which is a lot. I mean, it sounds it's a pretty big hospital or memorial hospital in general. It's old. Uh, what, it came out and they built it in 1950s. Uh, probably the malpractice was not the greatest, 1950s. <laughs> They still sent uh, not crazy pe- crazy people to the asylum because they didn't know what to do with them. They sent people who had a different religion to asylum. <laughs> 1950s was a tough time. <laughs> uh, but um, it may not be true. 
because supposedly what I've been seeing, uh, there are no really a lot of records. It's a lot of word of mouth mainly, which is a blessing and a curse in a sense of like a lot of skeptics could say that's just in like an exaggeration but at the same time it gives you a good estimate and um when i'm gonna talk about the ghost soon um it seems like there is a lot of activity there and this one might be a little darker which i wasn't planning on (laughs) um but it seems scary it's i would not want to go here which on it they have a facebook page and you can actually go tour it if you really want to because it's private property um so you can go tour it and if you're like you're a paranormal investigating group uh you just have to ask for permission um because obviously it's private property you're not allowed to trespass i don't condone trespassing at all like if it is private property someone owns it you find a way to contact that person because probably they would let you in (laughs) um they would probably let you in for free or with a little small price like it's if you pay 20 bucks to go onto a haunted building for like the whole night what's the deal with that rather than trespassing and risk going to jail for a haunted building just letting y'all know (laughs) um uh um okay so the second floor was strictly living quarters for those who worked there speaking of employees when it was a rehab facility it was incredibly difficult to find and keep staff the this eventually led to its final closure as those under its care could not be controlled by the few people working there one of these was named dr leon norinsky which we will be talking about him because he supposedly is one of the ghosts that go around there um brief intermission i do want to give out my sources for y'all if you're really interested in more because i do cut out a lot um just for time's sake and um sometimes i read the same thing three times in a just in a different article or a different website um so there is a wikipedia page it's very short sweet and simple it's probably one of the (laughs) smallest wikipedia pages i've seen uh like i said it's not much history but if you go to haunted rooms america this website is honestly very informal and very not informal formal (laughs) and it's very information heavy it it seems like they really do care they actually give out way more information than i expected and it's very helpful website it's it's really the website i've used for every every time i look up like a haunted place i look up haunted rooms america i believe it's a female that runs this it's kind of like a blog but like a very professional blog um that they seem like they really do care so and they're very they're very formal and i highly recommend the website if you're really into like where is this haunted place i can go to they probably have a (laughs) um a page about it and i think it's the most helpful website i've had and success with this um so she mentioned mentioned some ghosts and one of them is dr leon Norisky. I can't say his name. So we're going to call him Nori. Uh, Dr. Nori was one of the main medical professionals at the facility. He was an older gentleman and practiced medicine into his 90s. Damn. By this time of his retirement, 
he held the oldest medical license in Texas. Unfortunately, this didn't mean patients were the safest under his watch and hand. Well, yeah, if it seems like he was one of the oldest people with, like, a medical license, he he went through generations of, like, technology, so he probably knew, he probably thought he knew everything, you know, because, like, I feel like if you think about it and sit about it, you would probably get that kind of, like, quote-unquote god complex of like i know everything like i'm i have the like the oldest medical like sins you know like you you've been through generations through generation of like medical sciences and technology which i honestly think is super cool like as a doctor like i, I could never but like being a doctor for so long that's so cool to go through the history of like years of different medical techniques it's just so interesting um oh well he wasn't a good doctor (laughs) i guess the doctor became known for his fatal mistakes during operations one such mistake entailed him accidentally slitting the throat of a patient while operating on his thyroid oh what the hell that's scary oh hell no i have a very um i have fear of going to the hospital going to the doctor my anxiety is like 120 percent rather than 110 um i just hate going to the doctors and that is a fear of mine of like a doctor really making a mistake and sometimes it is truly a mistake but like i don't know like you a doctor and you're about to operate on my throat you should know where (laughs) you're gonna cut and it's unclear how something like a throat setting could be an accident but maybe he should get the benefit of the doubt i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt how can you make a throat slitting when you know exactly where you need to cut you're a professional you learned this in medical school <sighs> another ghost is stacy one of the well-known and less frightening spirits is of a little girl oh hey yo most okay look there is there is a quote-unquote you know kind of thing of like a little girl means like a sometimes people get this indication that a demon will always show up as like this little sweet little girl which sometimes can be true um i have a spirit that follows me and is a little girl um she is one of the most she's a protector of mine so i always i always think it's nice to have like something a little nice little nice good in the in a very haunted place stacy is rumored to be one of the more interactive ghosts of the hospital in her life her favorite book was the pokey little puppy and she had the nuns read it to her often according to some the book was actually a gift given by none other than dr nori with a note from him written on the inside of her in the afterlife Stacy frequents several specific areas of the hospital. She's sometimes in her older room on the first floor, and other times she can be seen in her plane in the basement hallways. Should she love story time, she can be enticed by sitting in the library reading her favorite book. Stacy, being the playful eight-year-old she is, is said to also roll a ball if one asks her to. That's always a fun time. Oh, now we get to learn about the nuns, the Felician sisters. A few nuns are also known to be still hanging around, although stories of them aren't what one expect. People who have investigated and toured the hospital claim that the nuns can be violent, 
oh, visitors have been choked, scratched, or rushed at. And it seems particularly bad for those who have tattoos. Once the sister has been seen in different spots around the building, and photos of her in, ha- in her habit have been caught as well. Ooh, wait a minute. Let's go see those photos. Hold on. Hold on. I need to see that photo. Let me see that photo. Photo. We got creepy dolls. I don't see no fucking nun. Damn it, let me see a nun. I want to see a nun. <laughs> oh, spooky, scary nun. Spooky, scary. I don't see one. They lied to me. She lied to me. I I mean, you would think <laughs> you would think nuns would be nice, but again, you also have to think at the time, nineteen fifties. You know, first of all, that's rude, stereotyping people with tattoos, scratching them. <laughs> They're like, I don't like you. You got tattoos. It was the nineteen fifties, so they were. There, I mean, in general, I think I've never met a nun, so I don't know how nuns are these days. <laughs> are there still nuns around? Was it just like a time in life that I wasn't, I wasn't born around? I don't fucking know. But like nuns, Mm-mm. I don't think they they never seem so nice. In general, I always think they use like you know. I'm not trying to blame religion or anything like that, but they always seem sketch. Sometimes they they seem sketch and they think they're like all that. So that's what my thing is. But also, that's scary. <laughs> if you just see like a nun just being like all of a sudden there, I mean, they could just be trying to like protect the building because like it's random strangers. It's the 1950s. It's World War Two around world war two times so they were probably on edge as well so i mean i'm not surprised if they were violent but i'm also very surprised how violent they are i mean it could be something else disguised as the nun but honestly i don't know i've never heard of these nuns ever so next one is doug richards a man by the name of doug richards is supposedly among the spirits active at this location all that is really known about him is that he was he was a heavy equipment mechanic who somehow died there in 73 he roamed the halls and one will know it's him by the tall appearance and his white t-shirt and blue jeans outfit oh no he's just probably vibing he died there you probably can't leave so that sucks TJ, during its time as a drug rehabilitation facility, a young man, some call him TJ, came to the establishment seeking help, but when he rang the back door bell, no one answered. It's unknown if the bell simply wasn't working correctly or if the nurse on duty had fallen asleep. Either way, poor TJ didn't get help fast enough. When his body was found on the steps the next morning, today's upper, she could sometimes be seen by wandering the hall near the back door. Oh, that one's just sad. He was trying and... Man, I wish there was a better facility near you, TJ. They probably could have helped you. That's just sad. The cat is trying to get in. Sorry. (laughs) 
Next is a, ooh, a scary situation. A double homicide happened at this facility. Ooh. The most violent incident that occurred here truly left its mark on the place, and in the most literal way. <laughs> the story goes that there was a love triangle between a female employee, a co-worker, and a patient. In other versions of the account, it was a nurse and two patients. In both cases, the woman was caught in the boiler boiler room with one lover by the other and the one caught the two reacted viciously he stabbed the woman several times killing her the man she was she was with managed to wrestle the knife away from the attacker and ended up stabbing him to death either in retaliation or self-defense blood spatter on the walls will remain there to this day the caretaker of the building has claimed that he had it for forensically tested and the results definitely human blood oh that's scary so uh, other stories, um, so more patients killed by neglect or surgical mistake and the ghost of the surgeon who's often held responsible. He's also there, you know, Dr. Nori, a fearsome black specter with red eyes have been reported to haunt the chapel and growl when Bible verses are read there. Um, the Mayfield, um, that's the person who owns the building now, uh, says she wants Saw the ghost of the young man staring out from behind the locked front doors, a bullet wound in his head. The spirits of the nuns residing on the second floor are, yep, to push me with, oh, just a men with tattoos. Oh, we got female aggressors. Interesting. But our only, it seems like it's only aggressive towards men. So that could have, like, some, uh, wow my brain (laughs) some you know obviously history because most of the time men ghosts are usually the aggressors so it most likely nuns probably just don't like men (laughs) it seems like it um there's obviously talking dolls um there if when i show the photos um there are a lot of dolls um, uh, the person who's in charge, Mayfield, says he reports that if the lights are on, the nurse's station, everything seems to be calm and he seems to be alone. However, if he turns the lights off, he has observed many individuals walking around. There are many that appear to be normal and could possibly be described as guests. However, there are many as that look as if they are patients that belong in the hospital. Additionally, a staircase is kept closed off in the front of the building by a door. With a pane of glass each evening, it is said that it sounds as if there's tapping. Oh, on the glass pane? That's scary. And, um, yeah, that's about it. With, like, the reports and stuff. Which, in general, I would not like to go to this building. Ooh, talking about it gives me chills. Uh, this building sounds freaking scary as hell. Y'all, <laughs> this building gives me chills. It sounds like very, very negative energy. I mean, it is a hospital, and it didn't sound. It doesn't sound like a very good hospital in general. Um, I'm glad that some, like the person who's in charge, Mayfield, like it seems like there are some people who are there, just kind of there, and it seems like a nurse is there, because the nurses station is on. Uh, I there is no indication that there is a nurse there. No, one, I don't think anyone's seen a nurse. But like, 
I mean, if the ghost seemed comfortable with a light on on the nurse's station, there's got to be someone there, right? Or, that scared me. I'm reading too scary, guys. I'm reading scary stuff. <laughs> it's scaring me. <laughs> so, with so much activity and so much death, Ghost Adventures visit this as well. <coughs> Sorry. So the EMF, uh, here's the evidence they have about this. Um, the EMF fluctuation, as the crew is in the basement, the EMF detector starts going off, which, as we know by the background, is that it is very iconic for having the little girl. It seems to be a very active place in general. Um, one moment um evps they got some evps you want to play it must be told and i'll tell them you did it it's sick don't go in the bathroom okay get in there the killer's coming get to the hallway that's interesting you sound spooky hmm, interesting oh the emf fluctuation uh we're gonna put that as is i don't know i wasn't there so i can't say like oh my god yeah i went off like, um, I'm probably going to put that in evidence because of the previous readings. It seems like it is very active in general. Like they said, the little girl is often in the basement anyways playing. So it seems like that. And it seems, no, the nuns are in the second floor. So it could just be just people there as well. EVPs. Um, whenever I read evidence of EVPs, I can't really say evidence or not because I wasn't there <laughs> to actually like hear it, you know, and um, they're very out of context and I really hate um, with Ghost Adventures Wiki that they don't put in the question they ask or like their reaction to one thing so I can kind of tell. Um, apparition. Using the infrared still camera, Zach captures a anomaly with defined leg shoulders and has the outline of a human figure. Interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't they say uh, one guy? Doug? The one who died? And he's just kind of there and you, people just see his figure? Maybe that could be him. Um, it doesn't say where, though. That's the thing. Hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up and see if, um, it's on the images on Google, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> Whenever I look that up, they're never shown. And I get really mad because I'm like, I just want to see the evidence. And Google's like, nah, 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 you got to watch it. And I don't want to watch this one because I think I've watched this one. This is a very, oh, my. It's a very old one. Season four. I think I've seen this one. This is when Zach was like, way too buffers. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and this is when everyone was young and when Nick was still there interesting hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna put that one of those pictures <laughs> on instagram just just so you guys can see how buff zach was i mean he still is to this day but like he was buff <laughs> i'm 
sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. So I'm gonna put that in the maybe. I'm gonna have to see like an actual proof of like, is it really? Because sometimes like you know those little things can really make it seem like it's a body. Unexplained sounds, female moaning and sudding. Oh, female. All right, interesting. Word database. If you don't know what the word database is, they have this um thing where they can kind of like type in a question and like the ghost can kind of just like type in a question as well it's kind of like google translate a little bit and it's very interesting um i think it's one of their more interesting kind of equipment they have uh i think it's more i think it's kind of better than the little freaking like thing i think you can get more like actual answers um god damn it they don't have the question so it's just random words soul loud suffer listen think jesus metal hurry hide seems a lot of hiding i feel like they're trying to protect them i mean jesus (laughs) apparition an orb appears and flies into zach's back interesting and equipment malfunction the thermal camera dies as soon as it reaches a room at the end of a hallway but what room no one got scratched or anything really i know zach has tattoos so they so that must be the orb then that went into his back dang no scratches zach has tattoos he got tattoo he might have covered it but i'm pretty sure why y'all why am i seeing a shirtless zach i mean i'm complaining oh maybe to show his tattoos i mean he has like crosses on his tattoos it could be based off the tattoos too interesting i know i think aaron has had two Aaron has tattoos as well. Like, all of them, I think, have tattoos. So I'm surprised that none of them, like, were like, we got scratched or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's going to hate me. I I love freaking Ghost Adventures, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> they really push in sometimes. I'm like, dude, sometimes you deserve that scratch. Like, stop. Like, this needs to stop in a sense. And, uh, yeah, that's all the evidence. And, honestly, I kind of do agree with the evidence. It seems like a very haunted place. I would, I, that's one of the very few places I, I don't think I, (laughs) I could stomach going in because of, like, you know, just listening and then, like, reading it. It's like, um, something don't feel right. I probably would feel the um the little girl ghost anyways but it seems like there's something more darker there and it seems like the doctor is very dark there i i'm really interested to see because ghost adventures is still on to this day that if they ever do like oh let's go back to certain things because they have done that before like in birdcage ghost adventures went there twice and i'm really interested to see with like their better equipment if they should go back to Yorktown Memorial Hospital and see, because I think I would 
that would be very interesting to see what kind of stuff they get because obviously they might have just not listed everything they got the evidence they got but i feel like they did get what they got and (laughs) um i would be very interested if ghost adventures went back to yorktown memorial hospital just to see if they get anything new if they get any like none interactions because i know zach has gotten more tattoos since then uh aaron has tattoos i believe as well um (laughs) i forgot the other two jay has tattoos as well like most of the guys have tattoos so i'm very i want them to test their theory of like the nuns like scratching again and see if they get anything if and if not, I don't know. I couldn't really believe that. Again, I probably would feel uncomfortable in this building as well. I'm a female <laughs> uh, that has, you know, can can see ghosts in general. Um, but I would probably just go in the library and read a book <laughs> with the little girl because I love kids. Uh always have and always will i would probably feel bad for tj in general and i probably like a lot of them don't seem like they're gonna do much anyways it seems like mainly stacy the nuns and dr nori seem like the more prevalent ones in general but anyways, this one was spooky. I really went to the spooky ones, didn't I? I went to a hospital. This is my first hospital visit on these, on this podcast. I really am. On this podcast, I really do try to variety of the states. But variety like the haunted places. So it's not like a hotel every time. Or it's not like a bar every time. Or, like, a hospital. So, now I know I've done a bar, I've done a hotel, and I've done a hospital. I gotta do a different building. And I don't know what state I'm gonna do next. I'll probably do Nevada, since it's right next to me. I'm doing the states that are near me first, and then I'll spread out and start going to other states. Um, I'll probably do my sister's state that she's living in, which is, um, oh my god. And I'll probably do the state my mom lives in. I'll probably do states that my family lives in next after Nevada, just so I can have a little here and there. But that is the end of the episode today. It's a little shorter compared to the other episodes, but there was a lot of uh, ums, and I hope you guys are okay with that. Um, but I hope you spooky ghosties love this episode. I I hope you love that I'm back better than ever. <laughs> And I hope you spooky ghosties follow me on my social medias. If not, it's totally fine. And if you have any questions about any episodes to previous or an episode on here, remember on Anchor there are voice messages that you can provide. And if you have any questions or if you have any help needing to make a podcast, I would love to help you all be better podcasters than me. Because obviously I'm not doing a great job if I don't even have a schedule. Great podcasting. Um, But I hope I see you ghosties next time on the Spooky Gal Podcast. Bye!